Hey everybody, it's Hello. Dead Air Records. It's Podcast Thursday. Just doing a quick intro to our podcast for this week. Um, if you're hearing this, it means uh, we haven't been taken down yet. So congratulations on listening to it. This might actually be our last podcast if we get taken down. <laughs> yeah. So, so so savor this. Is it Warner Brothers? Or uh, it yeah, Universal Music Universal Group, uh, music is group. is shutting down anything we do that is in any way related to music that we like. There seem there's a kind of like strange barrier that we can't seem to breach with talking about music of today. So this is the second time that we've tried to do music that we actually listen listen to uh the first time if for the two or three people that listened to the kanye west one um that's lost to history now yeah um that was taken down by the same record label company and we've been running various tests on this next podcast we meaning leo or and and bleep that out would you um, uh so anyways meaning, and and we've been running various tests on making sure that this next one doesn't um, get taken doesn't down. get taken down but it's always a gamble and we don't know so Hopefully, we'll be going strong, and this will be just as normal. If anybody knows case, anybody at Universal, <laughs> tell them to just yeah. let us do our damn podcast. Tell, tell them to give We're us, not a, making money give us a chat. Um, but in case this one does stay up, uh, just just to, wanted to also throw a disclaimer in here that it's not one of our best. No. <laughs> um, we listened back on this, and we're kind of unsure whether to put it up to begin uh, with, because a lot of the things that we say... And maybe this will be the most popular one yet because people can really pick out all of the things that we do wrong. Yeah. We were, for some we get, reason... We get some stuff. We get a lot of things wrong. We say <laughs> that there's an F sharp in the beginning that's not really actually there. It yeah. just exists in our brains somewhere. And then... Um, uh, it we, should be there, we, but we, it's not. <laughs> we talk about um, it a lot, too, as we talk, if it's we go very important that it's there. Yeah, I mean, there um, actually is F sharps later on in the track, but not in this beginning part. So basically, we, we debated we debated whether or not to put this one up because it wasn't our best work. But then we remembered back to Bruca Manigua and we don't speak Spanish and remembered that we were, we're lower in the bar. First so, and foremost, this is comedy at our expense. <laughs> um. And uh, and no, it's an important lesson in like music and this kind of this kind of work that we're doing here is that uh, you, you screw stuff up. And I listened back to it and figured out what we were screwing up. Um, so like we're it's a it's a it's constantly a work in progress, and we decided that that's a nice a nice little life lesson to uh, to also put on on our podcast. Yeah. That that being said, though, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. No. Like, I'm we're still putting it up. I'm, I, yeah. I still I still think it's worth listening to. But yeah, we talk about uh, pick up the phone, which is off uh, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, and No, My Name Is Jeffrey by Young Thug and Travis Scott featuring Quavo. So, Which is just like a big, big um, mess of copyrights. Mess of copyrights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, hopefully, this stays up. Hopefully, you enjoy it. Uh, hit if us not, up. We might not ever have a SoundCloud again because we're on our second out of three strikes with the <laughs> copyright. But uh, here's here's fingers crossed that we keep going strong and uh, stay tuned. Yeah. Hope you like the episode. Bye, Billy. Uh And we're back with a hit disciple. A hit disciple. And to be frank, this one's hitting close to the chest. (laughs) (laughs) So we, Leo Leo asked me what I wanted to do today for a hit disciple. I sure did. And I 
didn't know for a long time. I kind of thought about what we had done. This is what, number five now or number? I don't know. I think it's, it's something. It's number five. Okay. Is it number five? Sure. Um, or six. No, we're five. You're right. This is also, can we can we mention uh, this, by the time this will be airing, it will be 2018. Is that true? Yeah, sure is. Happy 2018, everybody. Happy 2018. So, yeah, we've anyway. done we've done five songs. We've, yeah, and they've been like all, other than the Kanye West one, which is actually like a decade old now, um, or nine years old, yeah. right? Is like that one got taken down, but we haven't done any music that is actually popular to us. Like we've done music that is like popular to other generations, but not really to that us. That was popular. Or yeah, it still at is. a certain point was really big. But yeah. Was popular and therefore is popular until they die. Yeah. Um and but what about us? Because the whole the whole reason that I started kind of getting into into uh I don't know, like pop music as of recently, as a thing to listen to kind of critically, is because for the first time in my life I feel like there are pop songs that are on the radio that I like. That that mainly kind of stem out of like a pretty small group of Atlanta rappers that like half the earth seems to be really into and the other half of the earth doesn't really know they exist. Right. Um, so let's let's break the news. We're we're gonna do uh, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, which by... both was on Travis Scott's album "Birds in the Trap," sing McKnight and Young Thug's uh, album "No, My Name Is Jeffrey." It's a 2016 song. came out Came out last year, August, I think it was, because damn, it was it was a big album for me. So yeah, we're we're talking about a song that um, both albums were big. Yeah, no, both albums were huge. It was actually really sweet. This song came out as the last song on Young Thug's album and like part of a huge like big picture concept album on Travis Scott's. It was really sweet to see like a song, a collaborative song appear on both artists' solo projects. Yeah, like, totally. I feel like that doesn't happen super often that one song gets put on multiple artists' albums. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and and it's worth it and to also talk about like Quavo, who when this song came out was not quite the same like figure in the in the rap game right he was so like to about to about yeah, to yeah. pop he was about to pop i remember feeling like like migos was still like a thing that most people didn't listen to yeah um now it's like all anybody listens to yeah so and this was a this was not an early quavo like they had a ton of albums before this but this course. was definitely like one of the one of the first like bigger hits that got more widespread appeal for for migos um uh, yeah, actually, that's arguable. They they nah, had like they Versace had and all that, that stuff yeah, that was really course. big. Um, but the age of Migos, I feel like, has definitely been shown yeah, we're to in be the, seen we're in the golden 2017 age of Migos and 2018. right now. And this Quality kind of control with without warning with this uh, new Travis Culture. Scott and Quavo album that just came out. Yeah, that right? came out came out last night at midnight specifically. Yeah, I've been listening to it all day. Mm-hmm. So we're in a rap we're in a rap hip hop mood. And, and specifically, to be frank, we always kind of are. <laughs> yeah, we always are. We, we, uh, <laughs> I got asked a question on uh, on Instagram. More of you should hit us up on Instagram. I'm always I'm always out here uh, about what. When we talked about when we talked about genres on Opposite Day, I think that was podcast seven or somebody something like engaged that. Us. Somebody wanted to know, like we talked a lot about kind of what genres are dying and no more, but like what do we what do we like to listen to that we doesn't think is dying? God, well, that well, was a bad song. <laughs> that we doesn't think <laughs> is dying. Well, first off, like I listen to plenty of shit that I think is dead, as does everybody. Yeah. 
Like dead, dead meaning that like temporarily it can offer no like further interest in like the mass in like the story being told on a massive scale. Yeah, I like, feel like it's it it like isn't developing for a while. anymore. Yeah, it's now b- more regressive. Like, and so like, my answer was that it's it's basically hip hop. Like we we are pretty firm in our belief that hip hop is kind of the main genre that is. Not only making just the most bumping jams of our day and age, but is really developing and really broadening out and really kind of experiment. Like they're inside of hip hop, I would say right now you could easily split it up into like 10 or 12 separate genres of different kind of parts of hip hop that are all over the country and, and different R&B, styles right? of hip hop. I mean it's kind of like the marriage of That's of that's what's happening trap, too. Trap rap and R&B that's that what was, was already kind of leading there since like Tommy Wright since it started like, Yeah. No, my response Tommy to him Wright was kind of hip hop, R&B and kind of this hybrid of both that's kind of starting to happen. Which um, which also like we have who is in the studio on this song? I know that it's Mike Mike, Mike Dean. Dean. Mike Dean is producing it. Uh, I'm sure Travis Scott is also listed as a producer. Because um, his dad was a producer, I think, or like a studio musician. Or Travis, Travis Scott's, Scott's dad. dad. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I think I saw that on like a Nardwar interview. <laughs> Nardwar. Vinyl, Frank Dukes, Alan Ritter, and Dean. Okay. Vinyls. I don't know who Frank well, Dukes is. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm familiar with, with Mike Dean as like a huge part of like the music that we all listen to right mike both dean, today and like of the last 20 years mike dean produced all of kanye's albums pretty much um mm-hmm. he's doing a ton for travis scott right yeah now. he's kind of mainly in my opinion like how tra- travis scott became heard of at all yeah like all of the people featured on like like kid cuddy and shit like that yeah like are like people who have worked with mike dean and mike Jay-Z. dean really made this it seems like in my mind kind of happened for Travis Scott because Travis Scott isn't really like a like a from from like the hood type rapper. He's also not sense. much of a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> like, he also doesn't. He's, he's like got, a he's, he's like a host. He's like Quavo if like you got rid of like the the little rhyming that Quavo it's like does. aphorisms. <laughs> yeah, like, he does. I feel like Tra- Travis Scott is like on some different kind of thought wave he's just using his voice as like an auto-tune like instrument for all the words that he says i don't know it's i mean the words are kind of meaningless with travis scott a lot of the time i feel like personally versus young thug who is like a who has like a lot of just modern and old school wordplay going on with his rhymes yeah um so anyways mike dean mike dean is one of the producers here can we write him down? Young I feel Thug, like Travis Scott, and Quavo, um, pretty much, I would say, are like three really significant spearheads of where I think music is kind of developing to today. Yeah, and where especially it is, in which hip-hop. is yeah, I and mean, they're like, all kind of on different paths. Like mm-hmm. I would say, each of them is almost in kind of their own little hip hop genre that's going on. Like they're all in trap, but within trap. I would even argue that Young Thug has got this more kind of soulful, emotional trap. Travis Scott's got this like futurist kind of like robot yeah. trap that's very like sci-fi and disconnected. Quavo's just going like, like the all sing-songy. In. Like... Quavo's Quavo's. 
I would say Quavo's like trying to be kind of the the new epitome of trap. Like I think he, I feel like he's kind of trying to take over like Gucci Mane's spot. It's like this is the new Atlanta trap sound. You know, that's kind of yeah. the feeling I get from Migos. Is like yeah. this we're like part two of what kind of Gucci and all these people started in the, in sure. the early two thousands. So yeah, we're talking about pick up the phone. Um, we're not going to get into into just rap in general. I, I want to make that clear, too. Because, like, and a lot of people that I've talked to who aren't us um, need, like, convincing that rap is worth listening to. So let's just fuck say... You. right if up that's <laughs> If that's your opinion, if, you, if you're looking for this, like, to have somebody break down, to be like, why is, like, I've... I, yeah. like, dude, so like, right no. out, out of the gate, right out of the gate... Um, we, we are, we, we think we are hip hop heads 100,000%. Amazing. And it's, it's <laughs> most only what we listen to. So this is not going to be a explanation of why rap is good. Um, cause it is <laughs> because, and, and if you're in 2017, still wondering if it is or not, or if it's trash, like your grandpa said, <laughs> like go, then you go, you should, you should read, you don't start stuff. with us. Cause there's some amazing shit happening out there. So anyways, right. We're gonna we're gonna take a listen to one of my favorite songs of like all time. It's on my it's it's tatted on my leg. Shout out to my leg. Um, this is pick up the phone. It's yeah, Young Thug, Travis Scott, Quavo are the vocals on it, and we are gonna we are gonna give it a listen and then start start talking about it. Biggest intro of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Travis Scott, Tugger, Tugger, baby. I'm on four. I call your whore. Just a fucking short. I just went got my door. Pulling off and I'm gone. Then I go up before. Pick up the phone. 
cheat on you. Never will I keep it greasy. Blowing a bag on you. Do all of that for no reason. I'ma pull up in my two. Hitting the block and I'm bleeding. Throwing that rollie on you. I like the way you be freezing. Pick up the phone. Macaulay cooking, baby. I'm alone. I thought I was right. Then I had the man up. I was wrong. I hate when we fight. She in love with the pipe. I draped her up in ice. I put my phone ice. Birds in the trap. Sing by McNight. Percocet and codeine. Please don't take my life. She had a dream with Celine. So I bought it twice. Young nigga make it right back tonight. Girl, you're so cute and your ass is nice. Drinking the phone and I'm shooting dice. Wrist pull back, cut dice. And I'm loving all races. Hell nah, don't discriminate. Drinking on clean sanitizer. I just with the frog eyes. If I ever call your phone, baby, better believe it's only one time. Pick up the phone, baby. So that was uh, that was it. We're that was both, it. We're both close to tears. This episode, uh, I no, I, I <laughs> this episode's gonna be. Uh, I I feel nervous just because I I like you this were song saying so that. much, and I don't know what it is. It's like, it's 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 not wanting to. It's not wanting. To, I, I I feel I feel uncomfortable expressing true emotion. Like Heart of Glass has a nice a nice fifty years to hide behind that I can I can kind of. Just, just talk about how good it is without, without really having to get emotionally involved in it. But this is a song I, I, I tear up for. Yeah, and you know what? Like being part of the times uh, that the pop music comes in is like new territory, and it's easy also to be blindsided by shit in, yeah. within your own time too. Like it's easier to talk more, quote unquote, like I don't know. Um, objectively yeah about right? stuff, about that, happened stuff that happened in the past but shit like that's happening now i mean like what i was thinking about like before we we decided to do this song like and like how to talk about like lyrical content and stuff like that right i just want to say that like i really don't think that music should be a moralistic platform at all like i i don't think that like or i don't think that that should be it's permanent role for every kind of music ever like of course that of course like music with nice morals is nice Mm -hmm. right but there's a kind of there's a kind of importance nowadays of like realism over morals in general of like exposing things for how they are and and like talking about trap rap which is like in all reality like the saddest genre by far explicitly sad yeah. like and tragic and also like multifaceted and like just the angle of the the psyche that like 
that that this part that this voice is coming out of the culture um i feel like deserves like some kind of like i don't know some kind of address from yeah. us like like and and a kind of like disclaimer that like we at, like mean like no i don't know like this is not us trying to get off on some other people's music or their tip like we i consciously think about this music as being the best made music today just the same that i think about like mozart being the best music of his day yeah and like within the style that existed there's always and especially at the end of genres which kind of freaks me out a bit like you always get like these really really just like can do it all kind of characters and yeah. I, I feel like young thug is really one of these people yeah um which is going to get into the first kind of debatable of many topics of doing this song is that a lot of people just don't like young thug like right. a lot of people just can't stand his voice or or they say they can't which i just don't believe <laughs> like like i feel like they hear that it like you can could be annoying song <laughs> you can <Yeah>. stand anything <laughs> right if you can stand back in black I hit the, then you can stand like perfectly tuned auto-tuned yeah. like very like i don't know well let, let's should start we, let's start with the nuts and bolts of the sample take, or it's not going to take a super long time to do this so let's get through it and then we'll talk about a whole range of topics i'm firmly aware we're not going to get into like anything that i actually want to kind of get into in this song because we're just going to get so distracted by every little thing that we talk about <laughs> um so we're in g minor uh we're in g minor let's hear it again from the beginning first off instrumentation like we have not even we have no precedent for talking about music in 2017 having never talked about the 90s or like the like 2000s other than kanye which got got taken down on this platform but like but needless to say like we are living in a post every every movement kind of way of audio engineering or whatever to the point where it's like sampling and actually having written a, a part in midi and very convincing midi uh-huh. is like one in the same like producers use both kinds of ways yeah. hip-hop is no longer confined to just sampling yep um no though it does it especially still. like mike dean is like a master yeah. of like mike every, dean every is aspect of of kind of combining of com- anything of composition to yeah. be honest like like i am a i am a somebody who like tried to learn what it me- meant to like compose or whatever and like if mike dean doesn't do it in 2017 i don't know who does um but I don't know, man. Like, okay, instrumentation let's, of the samples, or or if it's really written by him, I don't know. Let's let's break down a couple. So the main, the m- most noticeable thing in this song is obviously like the steel, steel drum. drum, like yeah, bwomp, 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 bwomp. Let's play that. Also, notice like the the reverb right like a very yeah. very specific this is, this that is, is such a pretty if somebody who fucks with reverb on an almost daily basis uh-huh. like that is some gorgeous reverb i mean super reverby too like yeah. almost to like, like almost for, to like only have eyes for you love yeah for y'all Boom. for y'all out there like reverb Boom. is Boom. like Boom. putting it in a bigger and bigger hall or a small like 
and like the like acoustics of that hall changing. yeah it gives it it makes the note literally last in the air longer right yeah so we're it's talking like, about this like hit, the steel drum or the electric steel drum or whatever and we've got this right like it would not normally take that long to hit yeah usually it'd go like bum but like kind of delaying the attack and having pre-delay and like there's a lot of ways there's a lot of ways of artfully crafting a a reverb that actually adds to the tone and doesn't just sound like a steel drum in like a big hall but takes like another form altogether so i mean like the reason that and also like obviously caribbean and like 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 you know i don't know no this is a super like caribbean island fucking song like it's fucking so good what else hold on i just need to sit here there's so much yeah. in this track that I want to get at least all the literal music that's not them. Um, it's crazy how much denser pop, like, pop music yeah. has gotten. Like, it inflated a ton. Yeah. We've got the kind of two wood block. There's like a mm-hmm. blop, blop, kind of. There's like a high-pitched wood block. Some kind of dripping sound. Yeah, we've got like drip, high wood drip. block. High and low wood block. Wood block. Let's hear that again. So it's the plop, plop, plop. Yeah, kind of a raindroppy sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's also a quieter one. That is shifting all over. It's not repeating like the same two pitches. It's like going right. along with like plop, plop, plop. Like, it's going back and forth. It's doing, like, an Alberti bass at, like, a super slow tempo. Yeah. Hold on. One more time from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just some, like, echo thing. Pop, 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 pop. There's, like, a... There's, there's like... like a, there's, like, a... Just, like, a sample delay thing happening. I don't know what that's no, called. No, I don't think it's, like, a sample... Yeah. Sounds like he's doing it on the controller. All right, so like holy shit, like I could zone out and listen to this <laughs> yeah. first off for so long. Back to back because to it's we... designed for our speakers because technology has gotten to the point like where like you can spend all day just crafting 5 minutes or 5 yeah. seconds of a song which is what this guy clearly did here like like there's so many reverb is also like a big mask of sound yeah, like so it's, it's hard to tell hard to, hard it's hard to, to tell out. exactly what everything is think of like making a very beautiful picture and then just like blurring it a ton <laughs> blurring it right like and then it's like the closer you zoom in this that's what like staring into these soundscapes of yeah Mike Dean let's, has always let's felt also like. let's also shout out like we talked about on the pointer sisters album that was early 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 days of electronic music and our main point or one of my main points i wanted to make was listen even then to the detail that's on there right. and how everything is crafted because it's not kind of a random acoustic instrument playing this stuff. Um, right. Look at how much detail it is that now just imagine that exponentially grown and you've got right. like all these really talented people 
in a mixing studio trying to make the most beautiful, complicated sound right. they possibly could make. Because it's not just Mike Dean either. Yeah. Right? Like, no. he has underlings. Dude is fucking probably so rich. We've got... So, this in this, like, 14 seconds of music, this is our, like, four-bar intro, maybe, before, like, the next four-bar intro and our new instruments come in. We've already got... We've got woodblock. We've got this steel drum. We've got this intense reverb we've got these kind of floaty reverby woodblock after effects that aren't super pitched like i can't tell what the, but they're, they're going up they're doing this kind of in between the beat and then we've got travis scott doing the the his his vocalizing yeah right okay let's hear that one more time Stop it really quick. So there's also two lines. There's... Uh. Okay. It's like a very Baroque kind of counterpoint, yeah. actually. Like I was listening to... The, it's like two different sounding instruments, too. It sounds almost like there's like a... It's not exactly thirds. No, that's not what it is. What is it? It's like... Just repeat the G, and then go to B flat and C. Yeah. Okay. So we've got... So we got B flat, B flat, ba-ba-bum, bum, ba-da-dum. Play it one more time. Uh, Please. Also, we we don't talk about this on any podcast so far, but the syncopation of it is insane. Like the only thing that happens on a on a on a beat is the downbeat, right? We've got yeah. the bum ba da dum dum bum. Everything is right, right before the beat, right? Bum like it always. It's never. One. Da da dum dum bum 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 bum. Like you right, don't get yeah. right from the first note, we get our first big it's a beat. Huge phrase. Yeah, we get this first beat and then we're just like it's like you're just getting like pushed around the measure right. on these off beats Basically, all the way. Your mind up until, has to kind of create um, the beat, right? Yeah. Or like that when the hi hat comes in. So pretty. So what is that? Quarter. Da da dum. So it's quarter tied to a sixteenth. Da da dum. Yeah, dude. When you isolate that part, it sounds like baroque, especially on these. Uh... <laughs> we've got this super we've got this super 
yeah, kind of Bach-ish sounding thing. Da da dum pa. Dum da da E flat, B flat, C, D, A, B flat, right? Yeah. All right. So we've got our we've got our four bar intro. I think that's four bars. Let's let's hear. Let's hear, I, I feel, I feel okay. I mean, there's way more. We could sit and listen to that four bars for a long ass time, but let's hear what like the next group of instruments that comes in is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the F sharp against the F natural. What are you saying? There's an F sharp against the F natural that that tra- is it Travis Scott singing there, Young Thug? I think it's Travis Scott there. So, uh, oh yeah, uh, B flat F D C B flat. Right, but under oh, yeah. Oh, so we've got some. What's that called? The uh, what's like that old English word for that? <laughs> In like uh, old keyboard music, for like split, split something. Yeah, it's like splits. Yeah, whatever. Split dominant lines that are that are split playing seven. the sharps and and naturals with each other that are yeah. on different lines. Okay. Isn't that like something in fucking in like the Nutcracker? This song reminds me of a lot of songs so far. I just want to say this. Like, this song is already evoked for me. This, uh... Uh... What, what was the song that we were saying before? Automatic? No, no, no. The... Uh, the, uh, the Eminem song. Stand. Dido. Is that a Dido? Yeah. It reminds me of that. Thank you. It reminds me of Bach. <laughs> it reminds me of a ton of shit, which is crazy. I feel like music music is like always pointing to more music somehow. Yeah, it's all off the beat, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there's three eighth notes in a row there. Right. Yeah, that's what I've got. Yum. Hang on, I'm just finishing up my little annotation of it. Yum. D A. Bum. Dum. Bum. Bum. Um. Yeah. Bum. And then that delayed one right at the end, right? Yeah, that actually waits like a sample, right? Right. So this is the treble line, I think. Uh-huh. We've got B flat, C, D, E flat, B flat, C, D, A, B flat, da-da-dum, dum. Okay, so let's see how many times that repeats for the opening. That's kind of our two-bar phrase, which is kind of cool for, I don't yeah. know, I like two-bar rap songs. Two-bar samples. Yeah! Oh, yeah. 
there a third voice in between? Or above? So that's four. We got four four of those before our, our more drums start to come and they start to bring in the whole crew. <laughs> right? Wait, give me my paper back. What are you doing? Writing in the bass line. Okay, one more time. Listen to the wood blocks. God damn it, I could listen to that for fucking ever. One more time. So this is our first repeat. One. Bum, bum. All right. So yeah, I mean, it like, literally got... follows all the rules of counterpoint. <laughs> got some um, Baki and counterpoint happening in the in the bass and the steel drum of this rap song. It's two steel drums, right? It's like a low bass steel drum. Boom, boom. So we've got a two-bar phrase that is repeated twice, which gives us four bars total, and then and then we've got our 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 next thing that comes in. Let's give a listen to that. Wait, but maybe to point out too is that our two-bar phrase is made different by Travis Scott improvising Singing over it. F natural over it, like very very bluesy. Yeah. Oh yeah. At first, so we've got two yes. Ooh. We've got our ooh from Young Thug. That sounds like ooh, ooh, Young Thug. Yeah. So, so we get an F. The first one is kind of wavy, mm-hmm. like on the F natural, because it's it's cool. It like kind of introduces the F natural more softly by repeating it. But the first time is like. Well, let's also point out just that in this four bar intro. We are getting so many things out of this, right? Yeah. We're getting a mood established. We're getting like a Caribbean kind of like West Indie vibe going on from the with steel drums. Like some Bach counterpoint. With Bachian counterpoint. We're knowing that this is crafted insanely well. We're getting these immense reverb and these yeah. wood blocks. And, and we then haven't voice even gotten an actual no- like snare and a kick right. yet. Like this is still like atmospheric mood setting. And in but the it four all bars, has the energy underneath it of knowing that it's a beat, too, yeah, right. Like, like you're waiting even, for it to even come like, in, yeah. And it's also introducing two of the two of the people who are going to be on it in a really subtle way. Like mm-hmm. first time you're hearing this, you have no idea who these are. You maybe can tell that it's two different people. Maybe you can't. Maybe you get those voices mixed up. But once you know this song, you realize that Travis Scott and Young Thug are, like, barely saying anything and are already on the track. Right. Like, you've introduced yourself to two of the three main characters in, like, the story that is this song. Okay. I'm going to stop. Let's keep going. Let's get to the point where, uh, let's get to bar five before we fucking lose our minds. Okay. Okay. To me, there seems like a lot of, like... Um, I feel like we might have to do this beat in parts, <laughs> this song in parts. Um, I feel like there is a lot of like shit that he is doing in the very, very background that is not 
a program or a sequence, but is like freely recorded on top with his keyboard or with his knob I or his controller. I'm not going down this rabbit hole with you. No, no, no. I, I'm <laughs> saying we don't need to notate it. Okay, good. But I'm saying that I think it's there. There's probably a lot like, more stuff there. I mean, he's like, like, he's, like we said in the Kanye episode, like he's there with his performers playing music with them a lot of the time like, right. and changing the accompaniments right. and changing the samples and changing the beat. He's really good we anyway saw you on jimmy kimmel mike dean we we get our hi-hat finally we get like a piece of a drums kit we've got a clap we've got right we've got the clap and then we've also got this first little boing we've got like our little like mario hitting the coin sound that comes in and just makes the vibe even more like goofy and sweet to me yeah because we've got yeah we've got this like cartoon sound that pops in all of a sudden let's let's hear it again and like the tug, tug. All right, rhythmically though. Travis, Scott, tug, tug. And then right. the first vocals that are on the beat are "I won't fuck." Right? Yeah. So that was from that was we did the first four measures. We get more instruments coming in at measure five. We do another four bars of this stuff with more vocalizing. So we're just adding. It's like you're. It's like you're. It's like you're. I don't know, cooking cooking something, and you're like adding progressively more and more ingredients, and it's just like this very like yeah. First you put in the shit up. that needs to be there the longest. Yeah, right? <laughs> you get like the flour like, and yeah. like the eggs and the shit, and then you just start like slowly sprinkling like everything else into it. So and then dumb, you find out that you're analogy. actually a wizard, <laughs> and then you, and then you find out that you've been that you've been insane for years, and you're just strapped to your bed. Screaming. And Hagrid is twerking on you. <laughs> All right. you, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> so of note is that the same sample pretty much same steel drums underneath this all we've got extra little pitched things coming in but we basically added a beat but there is always this layer with with young thug and mike dean that there's like another inner monologue on recorded on the track yeah of them just like reacting to themselves pretty much it'd be like uh-huh what yeah i mean that's nothing new with with either being a producer or being a rapper but yeah let's just point that out for a second uh just the the intro of young thug really kind of saying something for the first time he's shouting out the names of the people and he's doing it on this like weird rhythm that's already off the beat and it's just showing that it's going to be like a wild ass ride in this song we got this boom travis boom scott boom thug thug baby only gives you that only gives you the downbeat when the when the beat also does right Mm mm-hmm no right afterwards no it's it's um it's boom no i want to fuck is the first on beat vocal part that's what i'm saying huh i want fuck that's the only that's the first oh when travis comes in yeah yeah okay all right let's keep going so we've got we've got eight bars of intro Okay. So, so we've got Apple 4. This is where Travis comes in. So this is also where our kick comes in, right? We finally got like a... Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. that comes in. So it's kind of where the beat sort of drops, right? If the kick defines kind of where the heaviest note of the beat is a little bit, this is kind of where our beat drops. And it's also our first like series of words that kind of continue with each other, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of our first rhyme scheme. It's got its first kind of rhythmic vocal vocal pattern to it, right? Of kind of a, of yeah, like a recognizable nature. So we've got Travis Scott doing, doing his hook. Let's hear it again. So it's all triplets, pretty much. I have the rhythm to the first couple bars. Huffle of thought. So triplet, triplet. Um, it's just... kind of like the staple sound of trap rap that yeah. comes. I mean, like you can argue that it like comes from fucking like triple six mafia i feel like well let's not get into the history of where triplets come from in rap but uh, it's it's become a signature sound of a lot like of a trap rap kind of way and trap rap i mean yeah. being associated with trap rap i feel like it's it's been a long i don't know i remember making like thinking about triplets like a couple years ago with rap uh-huh cool <laughs> no i mean like i think it's been it's only been a couple years okay. but like not much longer than that okay like i don't i don't know i remember expressly being told by my beloved teacher christopher rouse that triplets were inherently corny and going back and forth between triplets and straight eights is a corny sound and then i remembered that he's old as fuck and white and fat and doesn't go to the movies because his knees don't fit anymore. At least that's what he told me. All right. Well, that's not (laughs) anything to look into there. Um, So we've got, um, we've got Travis Scott with the hook. I pour a four up. I call you ho up to fucking show her. So we've got, we've got eight bars of, of this. So we basically, as long as we've been going thus far into the song, we repeat with Travis Scott's whole kind of hook, right? This is, this is, I don't even know what you would call this part, honestly. Cause is it like pre-cook, pre-chorus? Because then we've got another just solo four bars of the pick up the phone, baby, where they all come in, right? And then we finally get to our first verse. So there's a hell of a lot of fucking intro in this song. Is this really the intro? Yeah, well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Structurally, what is going on in this song? Structurally, got... I feel like this is like the first verse, because doesn't Young Thug come in after this? Young Thug, I pour a four up. Um, you're, so you're saying that this is this is Travis Scott's first verse? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. I mean, I guess I guess. Um, yeah, no, I guess you're right. I thought this came back for some reason, but this doesn't come back in the in the lyrics. Uh, so yeah, I guess this is Travis Scott's Travis Scott's verse one, right? Comes in on the yeah. beat here. It's where up, the we've also got the um, of of note is Just with the kick drum. With the kick drum, we've got the super rapid fire hi hats going on in this part. We've got this like. I want to like notate out every bit of this. Okay, 
anyways. But it, it'll, it'll never happen because that's the thing with music nowadays because shit can only happen once. It's infinitely more complex to put down on paper. Yeah. We're, we're like, trying to get down as much as we can, but it's, it's hard. So we've got Travis, Travis's verse for eight bars. Nice, nice eight bar verse. It lets the, uh, it lets the, the, our little Bachian pattern. So Travis Scott's pattern is pretty much like a consistent pattern here of da 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 oh right da 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 two da 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 right he's got like a style that he he hooks into with this verse which is basically like two beats of saying stuff and two beats of not off placed by like. Yeah, two, three. Two, three. Of important note, something that we're going to get into after the fact, but another amazing benefit of having collaborative features and all these people on it is that that rhythm by itself, if you continue into that, it's going to get boring as fuck for right. three verses. But if it's just this first verse and just Travis Scott doing it, it's like its own little like succinct, beautiful little rhythmic section yeah. that is then refreshed by the next person coming right. in. It's really fucking cool. So and Young Thug almost always starts by like copying the person that yeah, he's the, featured the on. Right before it. So here's uh, Travis Scott's verse one more time. Let's listen to it and let's get into the chorus. High note. Yeah, that's pretty much all just that one rhythm, right? Yeah. It's almost like he's becoming part of the beat, right? Like by just being so rhythmically consistent. Yeah. He's adding himself to the rhythmic security of the song. Yeah. With a little offbeat thing of his own. It kind of reminds me of doing uh, um, Bruca Manigua and like the big soup that everybody was playing. Their yeah, big right party. at the end in the party section. Yeah. Yeah. How everybody becomes like uh, just a part of like the chaos. Right. Of Even it. the singers just start yeah. like doing very formulaic things over and over again. Right. Because if you repeat, I mean, I don't know, like you, like you hear in like Philip Glass and stuff. If you right. just start saying numbers in the same rhythm, you just you stop being a voice and you just start becoming like a like a part of the yeah. part of the music. It kind of nullifies your identity, which is an interesting kind of thing to do as uh, in a genre that is all about identity yeah like personal identity which is why i feel like travis scott is kind of confused which is something i kind of want to get into later if we get time like i really like travis scott but i feel like for different reasons than a, than a lot of people okay. maybe all right let's see if anything beat wise changes in our chorus because i want to i want to say something after the chorus Just the fucking show. Chorus. The bass line evolves. Yep. This 808 line, this very singing. Okay. So, yeah, we get a much more developed bass that shows up in this chorus. 
of this. Yeah, it's got like a much more like depth to it than just the first. I don't know if it was an 808 the first time or just a really low steel drum or what it was. It doesn't really make a difference. But whatever it is, it's got a lot more meat on it right now. Right. Because like the chorus dropped. Was it there for the verse too? It might have been there for the verse. I don't think it was there for the verse. But what we've also got is starting to like pervade this all these sections now is in the same way that all the vocalists on this kind of did little like things at the beginning to let you know that they were there we now just have like a proliferation of every single line having some kind of call out from somebody either just that they are there and present like Migo, like Quavo coming in with his like bird calls and stuff. I feel like that's just like his, his like. Is that him doing that? Yeah. That's, well, no, he hasn't I, done that I yet. He like... shows up later. Right now it's just the phone. Right. But the... I feel like that's like also a recurring sound on birds in the trap. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. So we've got, we've got all these different kind of. These little kind of scat right, singing in the background. No narrative yet. Right? It's, it's, like, it can be it can be saying that you are there. It can be like commenting on the lyrics, which is like my favorite thing that that hip hop does today is in the space between a, a line of words, yeah. filling it with another person commenting on those lines of <laughs> yeah. words. Like it, like doesn't leave you with a moment to yourself, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Like it's like. Like here's what I said and here's what I have to say about that and here's what I say and here's what I have to yeah. say. About yeah, no, that. it's like the uh, right. it's like I remember I remember people always telling me how somebody some guy was once telling me that the Beatles are so amazing because like there's a, this one song where John Lennon will say a line and then Paul McCartney kind of comments back on it <laughs> and he's like it can't what is it things are getting better better all the time it can't get no worse <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, that's that's cute, but these guys are doing yeah. it every single fucking <laughs> yeah. line, and like it's like a whole nother level of like stuffing your track filled with like I mean like or if you listen to Chief Keef, like if anybody out there also I listen to only Chief Keef sometimes, um, and he he's like a whole nother level of like he adds his whole own soundscape of his own sounds right. like to every track of just like ciao. Ka-chow. and has been for years but on this and too like, young thug is one of my favorite people because he will add things that are totally unique most of the time to like that's one of my favorite things to listen to when i listen to young thug is just what he puts in between his own his right. own rhymes like in this in this we've got this like ooh, and like he's hitting notes and adding to the whole like counterpoint of what's going on in the track and and doing it in in rhythmic ways that kind of fuck with like pick up the phone baby like he'll he'll break up like fast lines with slower vocalizations or he'll break up slower lines with it's like he's thinking of himself as an entire ensemble yeah rather than just one singer it's like We had technical difficulties. He doesn't think of himself as one singer. He thinks of himself as like the singer, the backing vocalist, the hook, the chorus. Yeah, the it's beat like sometimes he's thinking of trying to collaborate just as equally with his own voice Sound as, as the engineer is, yeah. right? Like he's trying to like make his own layers on top and like his own patterns. Like if you think about all of the different repeating and non-repeating patterns that are going on yeah. at any given point in any given rap song that you hear, 
Like it'll it'll like you'll really stop and think. Like it's crazy because usually there's like something being sampled, which means that there's like a musical phrase that like involves it's some repetition kind of, on a large level, right? As like mixed with like how the singer is like interacting with the beat, right? Yeah, different patterns made with two different independent lines that create a third kind of bigger pattern, which is with both, right? And then bringing those back and forth with with time and like different spots. Like this chorus is like a sandwich of like 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 <laughs> Travis Scott does the first half and Young Thug does the second half exactly, and they're just two different hooks. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like a whole different kind of songwriting that doesn't like I feel like it's cool like travis scott does a verse then he he does his first half of the chorus then young thug does the second half of the chorus and does his verse (laughs) it's like they trade off real real nice let's listen to the chorus again and get into get into young thug's verse um and his chorus because that's the first time that he shows up is in the chorus no and in like a in a in a functional way yeah besides ooze I know. This whole song is just playing off that F natural and F sharp, dude. Young Thug's verse. All right, so first off, everything fucking drops out except for Young Thug and this this huge 808. Like the 808 yeah. has been like growing and growing. <laughs> it's like what started out as like a steel drum that has just been sucking mass into it. Yeah. <laughs> and right as this right as this chorus ends and Young Thug does his verse, we just have this it's fucking like it gives me chills like it's scary sounding when that comes in listen to that listen to the fucking drama of this again at the end of this chorus it's a different bass line too it just stays on D. Oh. Yeah, it's a totally different baseline. <laughs> so what is this then? Never will I cheat on you. Never will I commit treason. This is the second half of the chorus. The first half and the second half always happen together, so they're the same. No, because it goes pick up the phone, baby, and then the never will I cheat on you stuff, and then pick up the phone again. And then the verse. Oh, really? Yeah, it's got this weird structure. This is what I'm talking about. This is why it's so confusing to listen to. So our four-bar chorus ends with our pick-up-the-phone stuff. Listen, one more time. This is the chorus. I just bought up a foe, baby. Young Thug's little... This is eight bars. Another four-bar chorus. 
But it always happens like this otherwise. Hmm? I feel like it always happens like this otherwise. Four and eight and then nothing? No, no, four and just four and eight. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's keep going through the song. We'll get there when we get there. So basically, you counted. This is also eight. This is the same amount of time as this one. No, it's not. It's twice as long. Yeah, it is. The chorus is, pick up the phone, baby. I know you're home, home, baby. baby. You were just counting. Never will I cheat on you. Never will. Right? Let's hear it one more time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna figure this out. So our chorus is. That was two bars. Three bars. Four bars. Oh, you're right. You're right. So four bars of chorus, four bars of Young Thug chorus, back to four bars of Travis Scott chorus. Yeah. I guess they each have their own. And then we've got Young Thug. gets rid of the space in between each like he starts off going one extra beat than Travis Scott Lena before that activist instead of right so Travis Scott came in what we're saying is if they're both in triplets Travis Scott's up or four up two yeah, Young Thug extends the uh, the the line length by another triplet. Four up before that activist four. Ba ba ba. No, that'd be three. Four up before that activist three. Ba da 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 da. Right. So he goes like he goes three more notes or whatever. My mouth and just yeah, he just like extends it, which is sick. Because everybody got a job. Because everybody won't be a star. And you know what? Maybe like structurally that makes sense. Because it's like the second drop of the song, right? Yeah. And like, like this time it goes even further. And yeah. there's something kind of that makes sense about that in my lizard brain. <laughs> um, is that we've got this extension of the original triplet. Yeah, but yeah. then he also just starts taking like taking time off the the end and then the the beginning of mm-hmm. where he starts the phrase to like to just bring them closer together until until he has all triplets. It's crazy. I'm gonna play dumb and get left in the middle. Yeah, yeah, like that one only I'm gives dumb you and this like in the middle two three four five. I'm doing a two three four five. Like I'm gonna play dumb and get left in the middle. Back the fuck up, you too little. Um, like, yeah, and then we've got this ending that just keeps like reaching up and up and up because everyone won't be a st- please believe everyone that fucker around you won't be a part. Right, and then it's the full full <laughs> bar. You do anything and I be with your boy. The yeah, full four beats. It's fucking nuts. I lost count of how many how many beats this is. I think it's sixteen bars. I'm pretty sure it's sixteen. Yeah, so I think he goes for twice as long as Travis Scott did in mm. Travis Scott's verse. Travis Scott had like a baby intro verse, right? 
Yeah, but that's, that's kind of the, but he also I guess has the chorus that comes back a lot. Like right. I wonder who has the most airtime. I guess we'll figure that out. Let's at the end. yeah, let's figure out let's figure out the last last thing. So we've got our chorus again now. Both the sandwich. So this one now doesn't have the beat. And then this one has the beat. Wasn't it the opposite? Oh shit, is that true? Yeah. Let's let me hear that again. So you're saying that when everything dropped out for Young Thug, now it's dropping out for Travis Scott? Yeah. But there's no fat bass. Right. It just goes back to like but the, the pre intro thing here. Right, but the, the, yeah. the drums cut out. Yeah. Right? But this one, the. the The young, the young, young thug, thug, thug gets like more bass. dramatic. Yeah, but it is but kind of like a got, switch of he's turning got, off the beat. Like that's a big thing in songs. Like yeah, but now when Young Thug does the four bar part, his part of the chorus, he does have the the, the beat in it too, and the bass. Yeah. So just kind of intro, intro instrumentation, fat bass, and everything else. Or no, I guess the uh, the kick and the hi hat are gone. We've just got the intro. Oh yeah. There's always an element of holding something out. All right. And Quavy so, gets Quavy. Yeah, we don't go back to Travis's four bar chorus after Young Thugs. We don't do the repeat this time. We just get our new star, Quavius. Yeah. Um, let's hear Quavos. Let's see about how long it is, and let's finish up the structure of the song, and then let's start talking about other stuff. Right. He does like the opposite of everybody else. He like avoids the beat. No way. Yeah, that was 12. Not 16? Dude, I counted so carefully, which makes me think that maybe the Young Thug one was 12, too. I should check that out again. But yeah, 12-bar phrase from Quavo, which maybe... No, does it? Would that make sense mathematically with the 16 and the leaving out the 4? I'll think about this math later. Yeah. Uh, so later. structurally, there was Quavo's thing. Um, yeah, what were you saying about he does the opposite of everybody? Like... Everybody rests on two and three, or like Travis Scott sets that up, and then yeah, up, up, but, up, but he comes in on up, 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 up. on three, which is the one that both of them would rest Pick on. Pick up the phone, Macaulay Culkin, baby, home alone. Right. I thought it was right. Then I had it. Yeah. So he's on like the latter half of the beat. Yeah. As his like, but he's coming at it. He's not giving it a pickup. He upsets the flow of I think like the pickup to the beat. Pickup mm -hmm. just to clarify is like when you. And hit the hit the downbeat from before. You're coming right. at the downbeat from before. So like, like your hope. I pour a four up. Right. I pour a four up. Right. So you're you're four hitting your downbeat. The downbeat. And you've got the pickup, which is the I pour a. 
I pour up four up, right? Right. So if Travis Scott and Young Thug are both doing that, Quavo, why it sounds different in this one is he doesn't go pick up the phone, Macaulay Culkin baby home alone. He's going one, two, pick up the phone, right? Right. What's the rhythm? Is he coming on three? One, two, pick up the phone, Macaulay Culkin baby home alone. And he does like the really typical, the, the Migos thing, which is like the, the breaking up of the triplets into twos. Right. Mi- depending on if he's Mikul- feeling Mikul- hot Mikul- or baby cold. Home alone. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> depending on if he's at a nice temperature or not. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like the more you the... heat a Migo up, they, they go from like du- duples to triplets to sixteenth notes. <laughs> Put him in. The... <laughs> They're like, oh shit, offsets going off. Put him in the freezer. Put him in the freezer. Turn down the AC. He's into sex templates. <laughs> Somebody help! Oh my god, he's gone into sixty fourth notes. <laughs> I can't even understand him anymore. <laughs> They just—they have no boundaries. It just they starts turning into go. like fucking. What's the what's the piano etudes by that dude? Yeah. Nancaro. Nancaro yeah, rap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's no, hear. but but there is something, guys, that that is like you have to acknowledge that there is so much symmetry in this song and so much acknowledgement of what each person is doing musically, like right. from setting up. Like it's almost classical. Like like it's like setting up an idea, messing with that idea, and then coming in with a with the idea that does the exact opposite or fills in the exact opposite yeah. spaces of that idea. Yeah. It's, it's like, development of like a rhythmic motif, basically, right? Yeah. Which nobody talks about at school. Nobody in classical music knows how to talk about rhythm. Or, or rap. Or rap. <laughs> Right. Or anything. Which might be why they hate <laughs> or rap. Or most things. Which might... No, nah, they're probably just racist and old and rich and Word. white and feel entitled. Okay. Let's hear some more Quavo one more time. Here it is. Quavo. He comes in on two. Right? No, because we were counting like this for this. I have the quarter note going like this. I've got it like this. Oh, wait, yeah. So he's always on two. Percocet no. and Codeine, please don't take my life. No. I, have, I have him on three here. One, two, three. One, two, okay. three. No, I don't know. It matters. But yes, you're right. In the larger sense, he comes in on the two. Do you hear him speaking in sex tablets or triplets? Six or three? I think three. Well, I hear like the big beats of the of the bass as the quarter, right? Bomb. Who sets the tempo though? Bomb. 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 Who is the tempo to our ears? I feel like it's always the kick and the snare, right? Yeah, but like maybe maybe the answer is more complex. Like maybe there there's also two different meters being presented in this song, like pretty consistently, right? Like there's 12 12 8 and 4 4, right? Yeah. Like that's so clearly in 4-4 with all of its syncopations, right? 
Yeah. But then either a six eight or like a twelve eight or a three eight or something. No, I mean that's interesting. So I mean I feel like there's two time signature. We've got like a time signature for the vocalists and then a different time signature for the beat. Right. Yeah. And and like it's it's it just breaks up in even more ways, you know, like it's like so many divisions of the beat that the beat is all, you know, cause the beat unifies all of it. Yeah. Potentially like two different ways of even hearing the entire song. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like it would sound way more corny in like six, eight or 12, eight. Right. Mickley, cooking baby home alone. Right. Right. But like, um, also, I wanted to talk about the grouping of twos. Macaulay Culkin, Baby Home Alone, right? Er, wait, Macaulay Culkin, Baby Home Alone. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin, starting on Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, Baby Home Alone. Culkin, Baby Home Alone. Bapo, 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 ba. The rhythmic yeah, impulses. Yeah, rather than breaking the threes up into more threes, like bop, pick bop, up bop, the, bop, bop, like bop, there's bop, 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 bop. Right. yeah, he's got the uh, like the what's that called the um, two against three yeah, inside, inside of his of like three. own triplet that he's already doing right. Yeah, one and two, one two three four two three one what? two bop, 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 one right. two three four, one two three one yeah he's giving one, two, he's three, giving one, two three one, he's giving three, a two against three rhythm in his own voice in the words that he's saying that's fucking nuts yeah but that's the migo sound dude i can think of so many so many things bop, like bop, that bop, bop, bop. That's a, that's a, that's a, that. all right let's end the song got it get it got it got chorus We should notate out this bass. It's pretty persistent. Oh, e flat, D. That's like the only difference. Oh, and I think it does the A instead. We gotta figure out those chords. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm getting overwhelmed. So... Yeah. Wait, can we take a break? Because I want to drink yeah, some water. Let's come I want to get to this. All right, so we're back. We got our we've got our our our, our rhythms. Um, we had a very long debate about how to count the bars. Yeah, so let's, which we spared you all from. Yeah, so we you're were welcome. nicer this time than Bruce and This time, yeah, last um, time you had to listen to us debate and still not come to a conclusion. Let's this listen time to the we outro. debated in silence and came to a conclusion. So we've got our Quavo. We've got our little chorus pair of so Travis. Update Young everybody. Um, I feel like everybody should know. Uh, Twenty four bars. For Quavo bar, and Young Thug. 24 bars of a verse for Quavo. 24 bars of a verse for Young Thug. Travis Scott gets a little baby kind of verse. Or maybe that's even just like a pre-chorus or something. There's something to say about like Travis Scott not having very long verses and mainly just doing choruses. Oh, yeah. And like acting he's, as like... He's a hook master. Yeah, he's like a hook guy that features other people. Yeah. No, he's like the, the landscape that all is built on. We're in Travis Scott world. I guess. I think of it as Mike Dean World. Okay. Let's hear the end of the song. 
Leander Cuevas verse. We got our little chorus. No beat again. Yep, everything's dropped out, just the super low bass and the wood block. The last time I wasn't the bass. This is the first time this part's been with the bass. And Young Thug gets the beat again. No kick though. This is our big outro. This is what it feels like everything's been holding out for, right? Okay, so we've got we've got a little eight bars of just kind of the beat by itself here. With nobody really on it. Everybody's dropped out. This is eight bars of our little outro. And then we've got this this insane last like 15 seconds of the song, which I just want to listen to. And then I think it'll be a good jumping off point for talking about some bigger stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Let's listen to it. So some like octave fist. Okay. So we've got, I think that's another eight bars of just, I, the first time I heard this, my immediate reaction, this is okay. Just first and foremost, weird, weird, weird ending. I heard this, this song the first time as the last track on No, my name's Jeffrey by Young Thug, right? It was the closing track of the album and ends on these A's in the bass. Which is this huge ass five chord, but it sounds kind of like old Gregorian like chant five style. Of five in a sense, right? Five of five meaning it wants to go to... to no, you said an A in the bass? I think no. I'm just hearing that the synth oh, yeah, A. No, yeah. it, it's an A. It's as a two. An yeah. A is a two. An yeah. A is a two. Da dum. We don't get. We don't get our ending. Which sonically, this is worth noting. Sonically, in the scope of, remember we said that that this song was featured on two albums, right? right. This is the ending of No, My Name Is Jeffrey weirdest ending i'd ever heard of any song was just this like gregorian chanty yeah, yeah. like 808 synth just like it kind of has the similar vibe to that remember that bridge section in uh, the automatic yeah like it's got that same feeling of just over but way more but way more like art arty and yeah. beautiful like, no it's a super pretty line the first thing I wanted to do when I when I heard it was turn it into like a fugue subject. I tried a couple <laughs> I tried to make a couple fugues out of that that ending. But it's got um it's got it's got <laughs> you got to stop playing. I can't think a fucking thought. <laughs> Sorry. Um it is the last track on No My Name Is Jeffrey. And really? in yeah, Birds after in the Trap, Popman McKnight, it is in the middle of the fucking album and is followed by the fattest bass like G, you know, in that one song. I got shit to lose. It's got it resolves I don't remember what it resolves to actually. I'm not sure if it's G. I just wanna play this for one second for everybody. Uh 
how this this chord resolves because it's, like it's really like a deceptive cadence right yeah i think it goes to major let's listen to just the end of this song i'm in the zone <laughs> and it's in the same key does it go back to d no it goes to e flat Bum, bum. So it is kind of a deceptive cadence, right? Yeah. Bum, Really, really fucking cool. Blew my mind the first time I heard <laughs> pick up the phone in the context of birds in the, in the trap yeah. sing McKnight. Like, I just felt like I opened up this whole new world of what this song does. Um, anyways... So we've got the structure of the song. We kind of know what it does. The things that we're not so sure on are the exact orchestration of each of these, <laughs> each of these like eight bar phrases, right? We've got different drums. Each time like a certain drum beat comes in, they tend to switch it out into different sections. Like sections will be re kind of orchestrated than they were from the previous time with new drums and new synth or swapping out for a different section's drums or a different section synth from yeah. before. So like, again, details and like, it's almost like we were singing, we were singing rounds earlier today and we wanted to make sure that we covered like every part of the song that could potentially match up with one another. It right. kind of reminds me of this, like, <laughs> It's like they've got this big map on the wall of all their different kind of possible orchestrations that they can orchestrate each eight bar phrase with. Right. And they want to see if they can like copy and paste it into every single section so that we've got like every section gets we its own try version of something. Sometime. Yeah. Um anyways, that's uh that's a that's that's the song as a structural kind of entity. Um really lopsided song like really asymmetrical i would say like there's a lot of shit we can't really mathematically make add up in this song like why there's two <laughs> travis scott kind of choruses we've got the eight bar outro i think maybe just so that young thug wouldn't drop in from himself to himself to himself for the is first he in time. there to break himself up yeah yeah that could be the song nice seems idea. very much like Young Thug oriented somehow, even though I know it's a Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight song, right? right. It seems like Young Thug really dominates. Yeah, no, he's like, got a which which like yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about some some feature stuff for a second. Are we not going to get into the to the nitty gritty of the last bit? The last bit you want to you want to write it all out. I just want to see if anything changes. Can we listen to it just one more time? Yeah. At the end. So that eleven chord or that nine chord? Yeah. No, the eleven chord. The eleven chord. What is it? What are the notes? G A B flat D F. Yeah. Right, but like two octaves higher than that. With a G minor. That, that comes in with that, like, yeah, that right. kind of comes in right as the beat drops there. Right. Which has been absent for a while. That's really pretty. And the gliding up to it, the pitch wheel. Oh, you. 
Yeah, so we've got this. I think that's entirely new, right? Yeah. Like that just shows up in this last in this last kind of sixteen bars. Is this boing? It's boing. crazy how natural that F now sounds under with with the sample. If you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, the thing we talked about earlier, the kind of F sharp against F natural that was introduced in the very that sounded four so bars. like raw at the beginning. I feel like, yeah, right, is now just ya like da da da. Like it's like that—that's the sonic soundscape of the song. Like that—that that, it's not a tonality. It's like a closed tonality where F natural and F sharp just like exists as a as a consonant. And it's by virtue of like the fact that it's pretty much, if you had to call it something, like a, a two-part kind of like a two-part sort of song, right? We've got like these two, well, I mean three if you count the vocalists, but they're not necessarily like in its essence, the beat and everything that is kind of sonically making this up is, is doing this, um, this kind of two-part writing. Yeah, no, it's very cool. Um, yeah, kind of the melodic descending minor scale. Right. Against and and this the kind bass of, also coming in with like the, the E flats yeah. and the low D. Like, there's some very serious thought about how to orchestrate very simple harmony to a yeah. way where it really feels like it unfolds. Like, this is no just replay after replay. Right. Like, yeah, this is holding this last, things back These last in the right 16 way. bars are, like, letting all the orchestration <laughs> out, basically, I feel yeah. like. Like, they pretty much... Travis Scott and Young Thug and Quavo kind of fade into the background a little bit more. Like, they're kind of echoey in this part. Like... I'm in the zone. In yeah. The zone. And the, like the orchestration really like takes over. Let's hear it one more time. All the drums. All the drums, yeah. Like string doubles for the bass line. Parallel fifths and octaves here. Seems like the sample is cut out. Just this like swirling, wow, 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 yeah. wow, really high it's up like you in put the, the frequencies. Whole old sample on a filter. Yeah, listen to this like again in the pedal. background there. There's this like going along in the background. Or like the vocalist. Sounds like a Travis Scott vocalist. Yeah, it's like, like a it's like a phaser. super high pass like tra really Travis cool Scott Travis Scott lyric. Yeah, we're down, we're down. Yeah. And it just happens on like the big beats of it. That's really cool. One more time. And then just like a hmm? Where does the sample go though? How the does sample. it blend so easily? From So it's still here. All right, so yeah, this is important to notice. I didn't even think of this until you just said this. Uh, in this last eight bar where the synth really like gets the, at the fattest it's been in the whole song, we lose our steel drum. Yeah. Like the, 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 
the most like threatening parts of this song so far i feel like have been where the steel drum disappears like when it's just the bass and like the the yeah, young thug but part like very little th- is very, is threatening in any way about this song cuz everything is so fucking like symmetrical and pleasing in numbers and patterns inside of numbers threatening and, just in like a like a lizard brain sonic way of like right, we've but got I mean, these kind of not natural on the same sounding. level as fucking uh as blondie no not like not, not like nearly that. like but this no is, i just i'm talking like it's a scary sound right, like it's yeah. a it's like a horror movie kind right. of soundtrack and what kind of holds that back in a pleasanter like light is mainly the steel drum right we've right. got this boom right it's like a kind of scarier landscape yeah no once you get rid of that you've got this like horror movie right at the end here with this with this with this really huge 808 synth going it's it's whole little eight bar outro here there's a really i don't know what it says about like the song but it gives the song like a for something that's just about asking somebody to pick up the phone like it gives it a really uh, daunting kind of tinge at the yeah. very end, right? Totally. Like, no, I wonder if that's something to read more into. Yeah, I mean, like, like I don't, I don't know a lot of songs that I feel like this one with just that, like it feels like it pulls away the curtain or something, like right at the last, like literally at the last eight bars of it, right? We've got this kind of very put together, very kind of. Yeah, it's not like, like wholesome or whatever, but it's like it's all it's all there and it's comforting and it's nice to listen to and then it's just like it changes faces right at the last like breath of it. Yeah. And and gets really kind of spooky. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean like I I feel like that's um there's a lot to read into there yeah. about seeing patterns where there aren't, but I mean like there's something to be said about like the total misogyny of this song and of this whole genre right like um and that there is like a dark side to this like kind of these catchy kinds of songs that are just like pleasing and misogynistic because like all in all it kind of fits that kind of hit i feel like it was like a summer hit kind Mm -hmm. of when it when it became a hit yeah um and like there's a lot of thoughtless pop music and it's kind of cool to see one like open up and swell up well, at yeah, the very like, end. Even without needing to read stuff into like what it means on a larger scale. Like I don't know I don't a ton of pop songs. By any means, I don't know a ton of pop like, songs that pull like such a switch on you in the last 12 seconds. Right. You know? Especially because it's not even musically directly related to what comes next. It's just like only harmonically. And it really like, develops the, uh, the theme from the whole, the whole thing. Like right. our, our little thing has changed here. Like, it turns it into this, like, little, like, prayer kind of sounding thing, right? It's like a fucking... <laughs> I don't I know, like I, I always just think like, about, like, fight. last yeah. <laughs> like, fucking yeah. two-part, two-part prayer dorian dorian mode church music right at the end of this thing um amen (laughs) anyways um let's talk about let's talk about 
a little bit more about the idea of of like the feature and the the, the collaborative strength, track. the strength of like featuring people and having a collaborative yeah like it's this track is kind of baffling to me because it doesn't really have like a main person right like i think of that drake track with like everybody on it that we always joke right. about forever like drake's chorus in that song goes on for like 45 <laughs> seconds of just Drake. every time and then he has a verse that lasts for a minute and a right. half and then he's got a chorus and then there's a feature and then back to his chorus right. and then there's a feature and then back to drake's chorus. like it's this like so proud of his own <laughs> shit like it's just reeking yeah. of uh of pride whereas this i would say is like one of the most like beautifully crap crafted <laughs> crafted like collaborative tracks because you've got yes you've got like features you got like young thug and quavo but literally like everybody is like up in each other's shit all the time and like not making this like black and white like going from one person to another thing like it's really blending all of their sounds into kind of one track you know right, yeah which rap especially like today is getting better and better at, I feel like all and the time. And focusing more and more on yeah. like is consciously doing that and making a ton of money doing it. Yeah. Because they're like, I don't know anybody who listens to Travis Scott probably also listens to young thug or yeah. like listens to Migos or Migos. listens to like, and now you have Lil these Yachty. like 50, yeah, you have these 50 song albums of just collaborations right. and everybody's money. It's almost like, a rich commune of like which making is also like tracks or like they like this is their way of making money off of music again is making like such catchy music in such quantities right, right. That even if like even the weird people that still buy music like they they put out so much content all the time there's so much of a reason for them to stay relevant for like two years now yeah right which is like not to go unnoticed. I feel like as far as becoming like a popular icon or whatever, like that time is like slowly like they're they're here, you know, yeah. like they haven't gone anywhere yet. And it's crazy to think that this is what has natural. Like people talk when we talk about rap developing and stuff like that. Like think about the fact that this basically is today's version of like what in like early rap songs was basically like a crew like taking turns like rapping over stuff like that's kind of was like the og feature right, right. it's like you had like six people and you all took a turn doing a verse and now it's just turned into like you know that when like future and young thug are gonna do something it's gonna have this blended sound of right. them together whereas when like lil yachty and <laughs> t grizzly have a thing together it's gonna be their blended sound right. and like it's getting less and less one person then the next person then the next person and it's turning into these like massive dude collaborative it's taking things. from jazz dude i swear like it's like being like a soloist who can also play in a group and like make your own sound doing that and, right like, you said that earlier I really but also that. but also like not just doing standards like improvising your entire like i guess like that's where like the producers come in like they make the standards like beats yeah in general are the standards i guess yeah. like or something. I don't know. Like, like different kinds of beats and different no, kinds of a, rhythm. I like that metaphor a lot. Um, um, like, I don't know. 
Yeah, about having this like, but it's it's it's. Yeah, it's more than that, though, because... Or maybe they're... it's, like, a certain flows. Like, the triplet flow is a standard that you have to know. And, like, standards are few, but, like, very hard to achieve and unlock. Like, feeling comfortable going at, like... It's, like... I feel like was, like, a last place. Like, a, a final... A final test for like really old school rappers. Like they would only bust that out like every once in a while, and now it's like the main stream of consciousness rhythm. Yeah, right. It's cool. And like, who knows? Like I like I've already heard Young Thug go into quintuplets multiple times in songs. Like usually from breaking up sex tuplets. Let's also just talk about like the rhythmic complexity is getting getting there. Yeah. Um, no, it is. And and it's the most complex popular music I would argue that has probably like existed maybe ever. Right. Um <laughs> well at least in like, like technical in a world, complexity, in a, right? Yeah. Like in terms of like how many layers are happening and how many right. different rhythms are combined. And how many with different pe- how many different visions are being seen on the same project. Right. right? Like how many different people are in charge of such small aspects of the sound? Like right is is like crazy like young thug probably sits there and is like no let me do that again like would you say that this is like um like but it's what no i was i was just thinking that like features i feel like used to be a lot more thematically done like you would have a you would like have a to say somatically but you, you would have, have a, a let's move on you would have a <laughs> the title of the song right is something like forever and then everybody has to do a track about forever something right. to do with forever and like or like it yeah i just think of lil wayne all the time i feel like he really like ironed in that idea is that like if your track is about he can get the well that was like also like like a kind of like marketing i feel like too right right. where like every part of the song focuses back to the hook Mm -hmm. and i feel like this this music still kind of does that yeah that's what i was gonna say is this song in particular i feel like they talk about like like quavo talks about it it's one of the most i would say i think it's one of the most like thematically homogenous songs on the album right like a lot of the other ones i think that's travis scott's kind of vision personally or maybe mike dean's but i feel like travis scott always has like very nice prettily packaged together like narratives as well as as well as well as as, like rhymes and just all that stuff yeah yeah like on his features that's interesting i didn't think of that but yeah no i guess he's got more like themes through it like through the late night it's not yeah it's not like very personal or like i've got shit to lose yeah they've got they've got he's more into like a like a a grand scheme in a song i think than young thug is because yeah a lot of the other things on young thug's album have a ton of of features that maybe we'll just have like one mention of the name of the song right. or some little thing at the which very turns end. out I think for some people maybe to be like more refreshing and keeps it more interesting than yeah. like having a song ruined by it. it's like that that's what the art of recording is done like you don't need to say it so many times or like you don't need to reference it so many times like repeating something is totally within like the artist's choice to do you know yeah. I don't know. But, like, the art of repetition here is crazy. Like... How so? Like, the passing off of, of um, I don't know. Like, the 24... 24 bars, I feel like, is a weird number for some reason. Yeah. I feel like it's usually, usually 32 or 32, or 16. yeah. 
24 um, bar verses from from Travis or from Quavo and Young Thug. Wait, can we can we stop on those for a minute? Because we kind of we kind of skipped over them a little bit. So not just I don't really want to go into like the lyrical content just because we're not we don't feel equipped to handle I, it. Wait, we should say all the words really quick. I'm okay. <laughs> um, um, I just want to talk more about uh, that. There's Young Thug in particular is really good at like a dramatic arc within a verse, yeah. right? And it's at, like especially at this time, I feel like he was doing this a lot, like literally with his voice. <laughs> yeah, like ah, kind of like idea over like a minute, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, starting here. Right, he'll gradually like oops, he'll gradually like build up what he's doing and the intensity of how he's doing it, and kind of start like pushing the words and filling out more and more of the bar and stuff if he wants to. I mean, if that's the effect he's going for, which in this verse it totally is. Like this verse starts out with that pour up before that activate like. It's still got space in between it. It's fast, but it's it's got like it's held back, right? And you can kind of tell he's holding it back, right? Um, and then yeah, by like halfway through it, we've got this like I'm gonna play dumb and get left in the middle. Back the fuck up, you were extending it, and then at the very end, we've got these we've got these people you ever know that fucking radio won't be apart, and we've got these yeah. And there's also like we were saying like his voice gets higher, the rhythms get like shorter. There's less and less breath time yeah. for him. Right, yeah. like there's a lot, there's a lot of inner structure just, just Which there. Is something in particular with and it's young. It's not even like a singing verse because usually that's a whole nother level of his shit. Is that like he's singing? Part here, it's more of a, oh, it happened to you too. We dropped another mic, everybody. Should we pause it? Sure. God damn it. Yeah, it's not a it's not a singing young thug track, but he's still he's still adding this whole and this is what I really like about Young Thug, I feel like more than most rappers today is he's got this he's got so much drama in his own voice just by himself. Like yeah. he doesn't need the beat to also get more dramatic. He doesn't right. need like a hype man to come in and start like hyping him up. Like he doesn't need extra sound effects to get it more intense. He can carry on like a whole, a whole kind of vibe that, that ebbs and flows and has a right. peak and a valley just all on its own. And I it's, wish I knew his like process for recording. Like, cause I know that he used to freestyle like a lot, right? Yeah. Like, um, and then I don't know. It, it seems like the more time you spend in the studio, the probably it feel less it feels like freestyling, right? Yeah. Just like working on one line over and over again or whatever. Or yeah. like deciding, choosing which freestyle lines to do or whatever. It, I don't know. But like, I don't know. I feel like there's so much to say about just the way that Southern Atlanta, like English rhymes, right? Like, Pull up before that activist lean like my motherfucking granny did. What's the next line? Super Bowl ring with big body bends. Super Bowl. Super Bowl ring with big body bends. Super Super Bowl ring with big body bends. Like Stack that sounds it like up, a tongue twister. Better living. Stack it up now. I'm just better living. Yeah. Got screws in my mouth. I'm just prepping it. I'm right? fucking this cash. And I'm, I'm fucking this cash. I'm not celibate. 
I'm packing it up like I'm a reverend. Packing it up like a reverend. Back the hub. <laughs> I need all this cash. cash I got, got hella, hella kids. kids. So you got reverend, hella kids, celibate, prepping it, better living, body bends, granny did activists. Yeah, like it's like, what? Yeah. What is like? <laughs> it's a lot of words, dude. Yeah, he it's a lot he, of very different. Sometimes words. he goes real slow on features. I feel like he hits it different every time. Mm-hmm. And this time he just went all in. Yeah. Um, with like the crazy amount of rhymes, like. Lean on the f- wait. Pour up a four of that activist. Lean like, like my, my motherfucking granny, granny did. <laughs> Super bold. Adiad. I'm trying to think of the vowel rhyme, right? Adiad. Activist. activist. Granny did. Granny did. Act. Granny did. Granny. I'm fucking this. I'm fucking this cash. I'm not celibate. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Some lines dog? just seem so freestyled. Like yeah. as people who con like me and Leo constantly try in our just like foolishness to to freestyle just to each other back yeah. and forth because we're sitting out here all day long. And like a lot of the times we're just listening to like instrumentals or like like or mainly it's just like at the end of a track when the beat plays out. Yeah, we'll we'll that, jump that's on. When we'll, that's when we'll but jump yeah, that's on. a but, line that sounds freestyled. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking this cash. This cash I'm not celibate. Doesn't sound like something you sit there and think about. You write and it out. Comes and, to you. And, and. Yeah, and and I feel like there's really something to be said about like being able to hear when rappers are like like their kind of unguarded like stream of consciousness about money and sex, like what and murder, right? Like what could be more? I'm fucking this cash. <laughs> um, <laughs> like what could be more? Kind of at the root and at the base. Tell me more about that, young thug. Well, I'm not celibate. What's the next? Back the fuck up. I got hella kids. Here. Uh, I need I'm all play this dumb cash. and get left in the middle. I'm going to play dumb and get left in the middle. Yeah. Well, no, that's not the likes. I'm packing it up like a reverend. I need all this cash. I got hella kids. Right. But like the next rhyme scheme kind of starts with middle, little, miller. Back the fuck up. You too little. Hit him with three like a miller. I don't talk to no man in the middle. Don't talk to no man. Yeah. I just got to shout out my favorite line of, of all time. I don't talk to no man in the middle. I don't, I don't talk, talk to, to no man. man. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> but I did pay my sister's tuition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the most abstract three lines <laughs> I've ever heard in a, in a song ever. It's like you set up, I don't talk to no man in the middle. Then immediately take it back. <laughs> I don't talk to no man. I'm just kidding. He's never talked to a man before. <laughs> and then just as an afterthought, but to be frank, I did pay my sister's tuition. I didn't want to have to say it, but since you're asking <laughs> since me if I'm here, here, but since we're talking about since, people in the middle and the who I talked to, naturally brought us here. Yeah. Um, I feel lucky. I yeah. should play the lottery. Um, right. Right young thug me. young thug is an amazing mixture of drama in his lines an amazing mixture of really kind of carefully crafted verses and and rhymes mixed with just whatever he feels like <laughs> at the moment which is so much fun to listen to yeah Mixed with his own chorus and backing up <laughs> yeah. vocals and everything he yeah. does on the beat, like I feel like we're just gonna start gushing about Young Thug because we love which him I want to so avoid because um, I want to. This isn't really just his track. And amazing, he will have his time guy. for sure. Yeah, we'll get back to him. Um, Quavo also apparently, I think 
it the freestyled the line in his in his in his verse of uh, a draped her up in ice, pour four on my ice, birds in the trap sing Brian McKnight. Like he just freestyled that, and Travis Scott decided to call the whole album that. Really that came out of this song, yeah, which I thought was tight. Um, yeah, I mean Quavo just with. It's hard to tell. Like, I, I'm happy that they made this 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 album that released today, which I'm fucking loving so far. Because it's hard to tell like which one of them makes like better hooks and more like catchy right. rhymes. It's and like stuff. they're trying to outdo each other. Right. So it's nice that they just seem Quavo like they to just me joined is, like, forces. So incredibly catchy, it hurts. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I wish it wasn't so catchy. Yeah. Like he's got some. He's he's figured something out. Um, can we listen to Quavo's verse really quick? Yeah. I would also like to make note that I'm gonna play just the just the first sentence of it. It took me about three weeks to figure out that he said Macaulay Culkin baby home alone. <laughs> I spent about three weeks just sitting there repeating that line over and over again, trying to figure out what the fuck it was. And he's talking about Macaulay Culkin of all things. <laughs> and, and it's like that, the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear pick up the phone and somebody says rhyme <laughs> Macaulay Culkin baby home alone. Oh my God. <laughs> what have I he just, just created done? such an intricate rhythm? Yeah. Um, and yeah. like this, in a new, different part of the beat, he's like immediately carving himself out as a different kind of thing yeah. from the pairing he's of giving, Young Thug and he's making Travis himself Scott. a distinct rap voice on this album by literally making a distinct rhythmic like influx on the right. on the on the beat, which is super fucking fascinating, right? Yeah. Sometimes I swear to God, these people have to know like something about about rhythm. I, like it's a lot more stop and go, right? Yeah. It's got a lot more. It's much less. Yeah, it's like he's feeling a different meter. Right? Yeah, no, we've got this. If Travis Scott kind of established the pickup to the to the empty three four kind of. And then Young Thug develops it. Quavo's doing this, like, he's all over the place, man. Yeah, he's, like, breaking it down and, like, slowing the tempo down to what it feels like to kick in. I support my fawn ice. Like, he gets rid of the whole whole triplet flow right? in his verse, which is amazing. I fucking love it. in the trap sing. That's the kind of shit that when we talk about, like, when when we talk about stuff that you, that you, that your dumb brain notices when you're listening to it, but maybe you don't like consciously realize what's happening. That's a part that always sticks out to me in a song like this is we've got this one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, so much pervasive in the beat that you don't even notice it. Like it's just what you're right. hearing in the words. And then all of a sudden we've got uh, fucking birds in the trap sing, which Brian is like McKnight. the most sing songy part, too. Da, like, da, he knows da, it. Da, right? da, 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 um, and we've got one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We've got, and you don't, yeah, you, you, you hear it in this whole new way, and it's just because the rhythm's so different, right? right. I mean, and he goes to different notes, and, it, and I, I stand by it's because, like, 
the idea of a meter here is like an interchangeable thing that yeah. can be brought to the forefront or changed like if the right orchestration is present right and yeah. the right rhythms are being accented by the singer like it can go from feeling like 12 8 when the beat cuts out to like i'm gonna pop it and i only pour it up yeah like how could it be anything else that's, that's the only thing that you hear is like one two three 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 versus like hearing like one birds and the trap sing and mcknight one two three one two three one two three like happening like in the same could be happening at the same yeah, time yeah i mean it's why you right? notice it is on because... top of like i don't know just like boom or like because it sounds like it could be on a different level of this whole song working right right it hooks into more with the with the with the original steel drum beat like travis scott and right. and young thug are Birds so present in the, in the song and so down. noticeable when they come in well one because they're they're the vocalist but also because they're interrupting the duple kind of uh right. intro all, that we've had so far and they come in with the f sharp right? yeah or the f natural yeah um, I feel like that's definitely something. Drinking unclean sanitizer. Ostrich treats with the frog eyes. If I ever call your phone, baby, best believe it's only one. Time. So he goes back to the he like leads back to the triplets for the chorus. Yeah. So, yeah, and I don't think I think that's really specific to, to Quavo in this, right? Like Young Thug with all his kind of jumping all over the place and extending the phrases and doing these huge kind of leaps up and stuff doesn't really stray off of the triplet kind of thing you know yeah um it's really cool it's it really makes you just kind of like appreciate the idea of of that you put three people in a room and tell them they all have to have kind of different sounding raps and they all do it in like a really cool way yeah like, <laughs> like we're gonna to copy do. each other and we're gonna I'm or you two copy each other and you got you do the exact you do like fill in the space between yeah like I don't know yeah it's like very 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 fucking like scripted isn't the right word though it's not scripted it's like like um I don't know it's just like it just naturally came out really perfect and it seems like this happens over and over again with this kind of music like like it's like they took concepts of of like playing together in a group that you get from like jazz and blues and, and like applied it to pop music and, and like, but then also put it on like cash money rules <laughs> and like all about making money and like influence influenced it with like late capitalist politics. <laughs> like, like, like I like, don't know, like to- black soul music with, with like how much money can we possibly make out of this with musical stuff? Like, and how much do to, we know for sure mention, is catchy, and how do we do that? Like, and like, how do we present ourselves in the right way? And like, how do we like market ourselves in the? Right, I don't know. Like, it seems like a really crazy product in a different way that other music hasn't felt so much like a product that this song does. I feel like, like a product for, even just like. I don't know, like the evenness in which it, they they share the track. It mm-hmm. seems like, I it's hard. I don't know, like the introducing of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. The shouting out of the album name. Yeah. The like, um, I don't know. Well, it's also too. It's got just at the very core of it, like the the beat. Um, I try to figure out why this song makes me want to cry, <laughs> and it's like. 
it's something to do with the the minor mode like steel drums like in what's usually this very kind of like upbeat fun kind of caribbean party music <laughs> just having this like gregorian chanty like music with the same tone and like kind of a slow like we're at a slow beat like this isn't this isn't like uh this isn't like a super upbeat peppy song right like the peppiest thing in the song is the rapping under it um and it's just it's just this weird mixture you know it's like it's taking two things that aren't generally compatible and kind of smushing them together and making this really like kind of touching beat out of it i don't i don't know I like this track a lot. Um, final final thoughts. This is just one of many tracks of like this kind of complexity and more um, that like are coming out every day. Literally now, it kind of makes me excited for like popular music or music with money for the mm-hmm. first time in a long time. For the for a long time, like. We've been doing pop songs, but I, I like I said earlier, like, uh, like I like kind of grew up not really liking pop music until I started hearing shit like this on the radio, and I was like, "Holy fuck! Like this is crazy, and this is like so good." At first, it doesn't hit you like it's like a cerebral good. You just are like, "Like this guy sounds nuts," and is like doing like some crazy funny rhymes, and this beat is sweet, and mm-hmm. then like you. You listen deeper and you're like, Jesus, there's like so many, there's so much subtlety in like all of this guy's like rhymes and the way that he arcs his thing. And then you listen to everybody's rap and you're like, they all kind of seem related in a way. Yeah. And like, I mean, to be fair though, like we've, we've done like six or seven songs now and like have kind of discovered a lot of hidden depth in all of them. Yeah. So like, but you don't expect it with like the songs that you know so well. Like yeah. I wasn't expecting it with this. Like I, I thought like, I don't know. I guess I've never really, I don't think in notation. Yeah. Like there's something. No, just it's about a lot more. It. It's a lot more like scary and concrete <laughs> feeling when you're trying to write it down like we are right. and, and really kind of, call out everything that you're hearing in a song and it gets kind of overwhelming i think we got a little freaked out at the beginning of this because there's just so much going on and there's still a lot more details that we probably didn't hit yeah no i would like to as a as a final my final closing thoughts for this one just like to say that like this is one of my all-time favorite songs that has like come out in my lifetime and was originally hesitant to even record this one just because I, I feel like it's impossible to like get I through. won't play late Schubert until I'm 46. <laughs> no, it's the same vibe though as like yeah. when kids used Fuck to talk that. about Fuck when that. kids used to talk about uh not wanting to play like too r- r- like special of do it sonata. now and then do it when you're 36. Right. So people used to be be a little assholes about that and uh y'all know if y'all are coming here from any kind of music yeah you know the type university. of people we're talking about the people who talk about the hammer clavier like it's this like, i can't treasure. T- my dad put that in the chastity belt <laughs> when <laughs> I, I was had, born i had a, i had a similar feeling about this song and it was funny because i didn't want to I didn't want to talk about it because it it's it means it means a lot to me and I want to do it justice, you know. But but also agreed to to talk about it and sit down and talk about it and make a make a now going on two hour attempt at it. 
still didn't cover it any near as much as I feel like we could. Almost feel like we could just sit here now and like come back next time and just start talking about it for real. Same way you could right. probably with a fucking hammer clavier sonata or right. some shit like that. Sure. But uh, like, I'm glad that we made now if we, when we come back to talk about it, we'll have gotten a lot of the basics out of the way. And yeah. now if we have something to say about it, that's not technical, we'll have more of a place to start. Yeah. Not on the podcast necessarily, but just like in our fucking lives because we play this song All to time. go to sleep. Yeah, this is my <laughs> lullaby. Just that last eight bar bass. <laughs> Pushing you off into dreams. Um, Travis Scott, Quavo, Young Thug. Mike Dean. Mike Dean. Uh, who are the other dudes? We had vinyls on here. Frank Dukes. Mike Dean, listen to my beats. Alan, Alan Ritter. I'm sure um, everybody says that to you. All, all fucking geniuses. Listen to all, do yourself a fucking favor and listen to all of No Name, No My Name is Jeffrey and Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. Yep. Two of the best albums. We that are have living come in out the in renaissance my, of trap rap right now. Yeah. Um, for sure. All those songs are just as good as this one. Yep. Um, they're two amazing albums. I don't put 20 inside of the scene. Also, if you're just in the mood to listen to music because we say so, um, check out our SoundCloud. <laughs> do that first, got, actually. We they got, don't need any more plays. We got we Beats do. on Fridays. We got we got Mutual Mondays where we read Dickens. We got our we just Beat finished Me Senseless part two Tuesday. Of Dickens yep. and today. We got Creature Feature Wednesday, which if you listen Wait, to Jingle, our episode a couple, for... a couple weeks ago, you would know that we are now currently looking for people to feature on our channel so if you got some music you want to send our way please get at us we'd love to we'd love to hear you and uh who what happy, we, what jingle are we putting up? i don't know we can figure that out later you want to do it right now yeah <laughs> okay. can we can we put up um, we uh right, we'll figure it out in a minute how about that um happy 2018 because i will remind us both that this will be coming out this is our first podcast of 2018 so thanks for listening, everybody. There we're, it uh, is. we're Dead Air Records, and we're, we're still out here, but we're out of here currently. Later. Good night.